better way to get better at football than playing football. So, like, you know. I've always been confident in my abilities. I think you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play at the front of the ball. The third. Right. End zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast, part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts cast. Usually alongside me, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here, but he's not here today. He will not be joining us. Uh, someone told him C.J. Stroud was the best quarterback in this year's draft, and he fell ill with a little tummy ache. So he, he he's out. No, he, he's on vacation, guys. Um, but the Colts cast, we never take vacation. The show must go on. If you're on YouTube, please ring that bell with the subscribe button. Don't forget to give us a like and comment below throughout the video with your thoughts. That's the best way to support us, guys, and it's completely free. All right, now. <laughs> I mean, I need some coffee for this one, guys. Let's talk about the elephant in the room a little bit. The Carolina Panthers, man. <laughs> Why, why'd they have to go and do it? Frank Wright did this despite us. The Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers made a big trade that impacts us. Bears are trading number one overall pick for the number nine pick, number 61 pick in this year's draft, a first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, and wide receiver DJ Moore. Holy shit, guys. <laughs> This impacts us immensely. Uh, it, it begs the question on what direction the Indianapolis Colts want to go in the draft. You know, the number one overall pick is absolutely gone. The Texans aren't trading down with an AFC South opponent. There goes number two. That leaves Arizona's third overall pick as the highest the Colts could possibly draft. What will we do? You know? <laughs> Trade up to secure QB3, sit at fourth overall and take what's given. Potentially risking another quarterback off the board if Arizona decides to trade down with another suitor. Or we could trade down with another team to pass on the top four QBs. There's a lot of things that, you know, there's a lot of options on the table right now. Um, and I, today we're, we're, we're going to talk about the impact of the Chicago and Carolina trade and what pass the Colts could take. Let's start with the facts. Your QB1 and QB2 are most likely gone. The Carolina Panthers, I, I think they take C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. I, I've heard Frank Wright. He's a, he's a big fan of Stroud. While owner David Tepper really likes Young. So either way, you have to assume one of them is off the board. My best bet is C.J. Stroud. He's gone. That, that was my QB1 that I decided on a few days ago. Um, I was ready to talk about him uh, this week uh, on our second bi-weekly episode, but that 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 changed. <laughs> that change was yesterday's news. So okay, Stroud is gone. Houston Texans are on the clock. What does D'Amico Ryan's in the front office want to do with the second overall pick? They've already stated they'll be adding a quarterback in some form or fashion. Guys, they are drafting one at number two. I don't care how much Ryan's likes Will Anderson Jr. because, you know, he's a defensive mind. And he loves, you know, tough leaders. General manager Nick Casario in, in that front office, they, they have to replace Deshaun Watson. It, it has to be done. Davis Mills is not the answer. There's no way Texans fans watched Davis Mills this past season and said, this is my franchise quarterback. 
this is who we got. <laughs> this is who we got rolling with for the next decade. I I don't see it. There's you know there's no way. Um, look the the Texans that that offense lacked talent, but still nothing that Davis Mills did gives you a lift. You know makes he he doesn't elevate the team in my opinion to the next level. So I think he'll be a good backup for them. We'll see. The Texans can reunite wide receiver John Mechie with Bry- uh, Bryce Young. Match made in heaven. Alabama alumni right there. I, I don't see how they pass that up, even given Young's size criticism. He's just too good at everything else. So where does that leave us, Colts Nation? <sighs> that leaves us with Andy Richardson and Will Levis. Richardson to me is QB3. And call him raw or developmental project. We all saw his combine results. Out of this world athleticism. Can't coach that. You saw them beautiful deep balls. That was making mouths drop in fascination. In my opinion, you don't want to regret not drafting him when you had the chance to. Highest upside out of any prospect. AR-15 fans. I see you out there. You guys, you guys are warming up your hands right now. You're, you're ready for, for, for some Anthony Richardson. It's very possible now. It's, it's increasingly possible. But is Shane Steichen with you? Does Chris Ballard like him? What about Jim Irsay? That, that, that's what matters right now. What, what does the Indianapolis Colts organization think about Anthony Richardson? So we'll know more in the telling months. Because they, they or tell a month actually, they may opt for Will Levis instead, who has more experience in college, has a history operating in a pro style offense, and that more complex offense. He still possesses those elite athletic traits, same tier as Richardson, just not quite as high as Richardson. And that prototypical size has that toughness. Played tough at Kentucky. He was playing through injuries, things like that. Can't coach that. Can't coach that. Cannon of an arm. Look, I'm not I'm not going to try to sell you on Will Levis today. He's QB4 on a lot of people's lists, including mine. It's just with the current situation, we're, we're going to have to envision a Colts team with Will Levis on their center. It, it's very possible now. Um, so we'll, we'll see about that. So another scenario, do, do the Colts trade up with Arizona and give them some draft ammo? Or do we stay at number four? See if another QB needy team jumps us. Guys, comment below and tell me what you think is going to happen. I'm, I'm really curious. There's a lot of different ways this, this thing can go down. Or how about this? Let me tell you about another scenario that I think is more increasingly possible with the Bears-Panthers trade going down. I... I touched on this uh, on the last episode or the previous episode. I, I can't remember, but we touched on this briefly as a as a possible idea. I, I think I think Colts Cast fans will will know exactly what I'm talking about. But before I do, let me tell you more about our sponsor, DraftKings. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. 
Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Both rounds. Both of the first rounds. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. It's a free bet, guys. Look, this 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 tournament's about to it's starting to heat up. Look, my Gamecocks had no chance this year. Um, they had Gigi Jackson. Uh, he's probably going to go in the draft. But, look, there, there's a lot of great teams out there. Um, I'll be keeping on keeping my eye on potentially Alabama. They, they've been looking really good. Uh, they're they're going to they're gonna lock up that number one seed. But, you know, it, it's going to be a fun March Madness, as always. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose. Win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Y'all know who I'm about to talk about now? I kind of gave a hint earlier. Lamar Jackson. Could it really happen? Could, could it really happen? The Ravens this week they placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, meaning he can now negotiate with teams freely. Starting this coming week, we'll be guaranteed a salary of $32.4 million. We all know he's getting way more than that. Come on, Daniel Jones just got $40 million. Come on, guys. We all know he's getting more than that. But it seems to me Baltimore wants to see what his real market value is before deciding to pay the man. Look, I get it. Eric, why would you want to see another veteran QB when we just went through this nonsense for multiple seasons? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we never got a high caliber player like Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry, it just hasn't happened. A former MVP in his prime, he's only 26 years old. So veteran or not, like he's still in that prime age. You know why he hasn't gotten the contract he wants? I blame the Cleveland Browns. They set the bar with Deshaun Watson's $230 million fully guaranteed. And now Lamar Jackson believes he's worth more than that. And that's good. He, he thinks he's probably the best quarterback in the league. That's fine. That's how a lot of players should operate. I can't blame him for that. No one should be questioning his talent, though. Arguably the best dual threat quarterback in the league. Has the arm talent. Pocket presence. I mean, we, we could go on. He's just a very explosive athlete to have on your team. At that position, too. What I think is, you know, one of his biggest issues is availability. You know, can he stay on the field? Is he prone to injury due to his style of play? When he missed the wild card game against the Bengals, there was speculation that he just didn't want to play. I wonder why that is. Could be that no guaranteed money. He's facing that contract extension, things like that. He faced a lot of criticism for not suiting up. I think even a player or two thought, you know, why, why isn't he playing? But we won't go down that road. Anyway, I'm not a medical doctor. He said he suffered a grade two PCL sprain. Still couldn't play. It was like, you know, I, I think some people say it's a one to three week <clears throat> recovery time. 
you know, he was out for five, six weeks. I wonder if he had that guaranteed money. I wonder if his knee would have recovered faster. You know, metaphorically speaking, faster. Who who knows, man? But Shane Steichen paired with Lamar Jackson, that, that seems like a win to me. Look, two first-round picks for a franchise quarterback is worth it. If the Colts want to turn this franchise around now, they have to consider it. The contract, however, is the biggest concern in my opinion. Can the Colts afford a player looking for north of $230 million guaranteed? I'll leave that there for you all to ponder on. That, that is a lot of money. I, I, <laughs> I can't argue that. What, what about trading out of the fourth overall pick? The good old value sandwich. You know, large fries on the side. Let someone else take that pick and trade back to build up draft capital. Truly start a rebuild and throw darts on a late-round quarterback, probably. You know, we tried that with Sam Ellinger. Hasn't panned out. But doesn't mean it can't. Derek Carr was a second-round QB. So was Drew Brees. Brett Favre? Dak Prescott was a fourth-round pick. I'm just saying, guys, it's not impossible could Ballard take a deeper look at Hendon Hooker now? We did a whole episode on him. While it, it might have seemed a little bit more far-fetched back then, now it's more increasingly likely. They're going to have to. Maybe a Jaron Hall out of BYU, Tanner Mackey out of Stanford? I just thought about this. What if we take the best player available, a non-QB position, at number four? Or we trade down to like, you know, 13 or something. Just take the best best player available, which won't be a QB. Look, the playing field has changed. Anything can happen at this point since we have no shot at controlling our own destiny. At least for the number one overall pick. <sighs> so all in all, like I, I, I feel like the Panthers made a good move. It's going to make you think. Should the Colts have stepped in and made a more convincing offer? I'm not sure what happened behind closed doors, but the number four overall pick is better than the number nine. We could have made a better package. They gave up DJ Moore, though. That That's going to hurt Panthers Nation, Panthers fans in general. My brother's a Panthers fan. He he was already pretty sad about that. He's under, he, he, he is an underrated wideout. Three consecutive 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Under shaky quarterback play, they've been basically playing the same quarterback carousel like the Colts, except with younger projects in the last five years. Look, DJ Moore is going to be a legit wide receiver one for the Bears, in my opinion, in my opinion. I've been wrong before. I just think he's pretty good. Yards after catch guy, I, I like DJ Moore. He's on a pretty modest contract, too. I think it was like $20 million, $20.5 million a year. Justin Fields has no more excuses once this once they spend this offseason. They got the most cap space out of any team. Panthers are now betting all their chips. They have mortgaged their future. And a young QB will land in a good situation over there. Frank Wright, you know, despite what you think about him, he's still a good coach. He's a good head coach. It's just the situation, you know, with the Colts, it, it didn't work out. I mean, we there, there were issues all around. He was part of it. 
But I knew he was still going to get another head coaching try somewhere else. Frank Wright's a good coach. The Panthers have a strong run game. Their defense isn't bad. I I think they're going to be okay. It, this this was a good move for them, as long as their quarterback pans out. However, losing DJ Moore is going to sting, <laughs> and they're going to that they most certainly have to draft a wideout now to replace him. I think they they have another pick uh, from the Christian McCaffrey trade, so that I think it's a second round pick. They they should be fine. But look, the the trade ultimately derails any possibility of the Colts drafting a quarterback of their choice in this NFL draft. This isn't the end of the world, but certainly a buzzkill throughout Colts Nation. You know, whichever path Indianapolis takes, I will still be cheering them on in the fall. It's it's, it's always been go Colts. Um, we just we just have to be we have to be vigilant now. We have to see where the best solution is it's, it's just that simple and now we're gonna have to take a deeper look at richardson levis other quarterback oh hell we might even look at drake man and caleb williams next draft. I, I don't know what's gonna happen things have shaken up in the nfl and I, I can't i can't wait to see what happens in april Look, that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast. We are live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. You guys have a good rest of your weekend.